you naughty folks, Larry here, to tell you that Naughty Soda is now able to be found locally on your store shelves and in some bars and growler stores. If you didn't know, Naughty Soda is a 100% all-natural alcoholic soda. We only use real cane sugar, real fruits, and real spices to make our sodas. So good, you won't want to put them down. Also available, in limited release, Iron Monger Beer. What makes you naughty? Naughty soda is an alcoholic beverage with a 5% alcohol by volume. Please, naughty responsible. Hello, you pull me bastards, and welcome to another Achieving Reality the Podcast. It's Tina again. Just because I got tired of sitting at home doing nothing, really. Uh, let's see. Uh, this week on Achieving Reality the Podcast, we've got. Hell on Wheels, nub eight, uh, which is actually pretty cool. Uh, Naughty Soda did a thing there, they'll talk about it. Uh, let's see, they got another uh, segment with the personable Chris Etheridge, and uh, apparently there'll be a quiz or a product review or something that's in there. Uh, I don't know. Harvey never tells me these things, and I don't talk to Larry. So uh, sit back, relax, grab a Naughty Soda, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Really the Podcast. Or I'll kick you in the dinger. Yeah, right in the dinger. Who's too proud of it? Why do I need to ask him that? Well? Because you ain't been on this episode. Yes, I have. <laughs> I did an entire explanation. Hey, so. Larry. Hey, Chris. Hey, Marissa. Hey, Larry. Hey, the other Chris. Hey, everybody. So, uh, I hear you've got other things in the works besides... Right, so because I'm not busy enough, yeah, uh, yeah. Blue De- so we're going into production on a new feature. I think in December it's looking like. Cool. So uh, not a follow up to Morningside. No, not a sequel. Just a new movie called Haven's End, uh, written by Morningside producer Michael Harper. Wow. Michael H. Harper, sorry. Michael H. Harper. That's, that's his profession. Name, Michael, Michael H. Harper. Michael Harper. Um, and, uh, who you may know from Morningside Monster. Who you may know from Morningside Monster. Uh, he's the one covered in blood, right? Yeah, he's, he's the doctor covered in way too much blood, yes. Um, and he and he produced it with Jason and myself, and he wrote the script. We we're bringing in Kat Tabor, who is best known as the voice of Princess Amidala in the Clone Wars cartoon oh, series. Right. Oh, um, me. She was, she was in uh, Morningside as uh, Rob Paul's character's girlfriend, um, but this is going to feature her in the lead role. And then we have Prago will be in a, in, a, in a fun in a fun supporting role. I'm really excited about that. Um, and then we're bringing in a bunch of new people that I don't have signed contracts, so I can't talk about. But I'm really excited about. I think like uh, at least one one person I'm hoping that's done very well in the horror industry in the last few years. And then a local Atlanta slash LA hybrid actress who works on both coasts. Oh, okay. Um, who's been in a bunch of cool projects. And then we're still casting for a couple roles. So we're still we're still looking for a couple of things. Um, but we need a creepy neighbor. Right? I'm almost well, I, look, so I got, you know, we're going to have a day where, where, where we're going to have a bunch of people come out and we're going to make them all up in some sort of fashion. And but not zombies. But not zombies. And um, and we're going to have a really great time with that. It's going to be a day where we're just, yeah, we're going to have a really good time with that. So. That's the last thing you need is rumors getting started about another zombie creature. Right, yeah, no. It's so not, there's going to be a zombie movie. It's a zombie movie, no. Haven's End is it's actually so... Um, but it's not vegan zombies. Short description is uh, that the... Farmers beware. 
<laughs> there's no farmers. No, I said not really, but there is no. Um, no, it's, it's so basically, uh, action starts with uh, Atlanta is something is happening, buildings are exploding and um, rioting and and some sort of event is occurring. The Falcons won a game! And, oh, Woo! there you go. Nice. Cold, but nice. Cold, but nice. Um, so, we got an NHL team again. <laughs> so this group of people do what everyone probably would do in that situation. We got to get the F out of here. And they hop in their car and they head out to... Nowhere, because Dunsley. Atlanta. Well, okay. so, they, so they head out to... We'll call, South, we'll call it South Georgia. Um, yeah, the Conyers. And they, they head out to some family property to try and ride out whatever this is, and they don't know what this is. And they get there, and that place is not safe either. And ah. that's, that's all you need to know. That's the setup. So. Yay. Atlanta's not safe. A place There's, in Conyers isn't safe. Nowhere's safe. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. No, we're safe in Dunwoody. So, usual repertoire people? Uh, core team is... Core team is... Um, Probably the same. Brian Redding will be DP. Brandon Bishop will be our expert lighter gaffer, camera op, Superman guy. Um, he does everything. I, I'm hoping we'll have our Morningside Sound guy back. Dana Simmons. He is just phenomenal for indie films. He, he is uh, incredible. Um, I don't have confirmation that yet, but I'm hoping. And if not, you should hire him if he's making a movie. He's awesome, regardless. Um, and, 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 and if we don't get him, it'll be because of scheduling. It'll be because he's working constantly because he's in demand. Jason will clearly be involved in some capacity. I'm not sure what yet, since he didn't write this one and he's kind of got some some of his own things going on. It's still a Blue Dust production. And any anytime we you know anytime Blue Dust is there, his name is on the on the movie and he's involved in some manner. Probably certainly in post, if nothing else, you know, but probably he'll be involved in some sort of producer capacity <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, I mean and um I think it also be we're just now getting everybody together. The, the main core team is there, and we'll be pulling in people um, in the next few weeks to try and get, you know, as pre-production cranks up. And uh, and then yeah, we're getting really locations are locked already, which is nice. That's a that's a awesome. it's, well, we got one small one, but that's I, I'll figure that out. I'm not worried about. It. But yeah, locations are locked early, which is key. And I need to get a phone call. Are you a location? I can be. No, 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 it's not that kind of movie. <laughs> There's no bar in this one, unfortunately. Ah, I'll put you in one. I'm sure we'll make a movie again that has a bar in it. I feel like that's going to happen. <laughs> but, but we're expanding. So yeah. What about warehouse space? space? Your warehouse space? Um, a cooler? Well, a walk-in cooler? <laughs> Diego has like 8,000 warehouses. So if yeah, I, if I, I need remember, one, I'm going to... Seeing him post that a couple times. Yeah, he, he literally like. <laughs> These are probably not covered in six packs and kegs. True, <laughs> true. Kind of a niche market there for a You blur all this out. You just blur right. all this metal out. That's right. <laughs> so, we CGI. Are. Can you make the kegs into giant frogs? Cool. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, yeah, so so it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be, it's, it's, it's been a little too long. We went a little, we worked on a different movie for a while. Jason wrote, um, then it just, we actually even shot the opening sequence, but it's just a little too expensive. Like to do it, to do it right, it's just going to cost a little more money than we have access to right now. So we're still shopping that, you know, trying to find financing for that. Right. Um, 
but it's just it's I mean it's it's it's, it's actually it's a really a really great script with some really like kind of in the moment social commentary you know in the subtext of the movie and I just I don't want to do it like cheaply I just it's, it's it, it deserves better than that unfortunately I mean unfortunately for us to not be able to make it right now but right. it deserves better than that so we need to go find a little bit more money but it's got some really like Jason has written some really really great like set piece horror death action scenes it's Nice. So, yeah, you don't want to half-ass it. No. So this one's designed. This one's really great too, but it's designed to be producible in our budget. Um, and some, in fact, our set pieces are. Uh, just because it has a lower budget doesn't mean it has a lower. Oh yeah. No, no, no. It'll still, it'll still look very professional and be great. It's just, it's just the the, the scenes are designed to be cool with a budget, and the one Jason wrote is they're just designed. Fucking nuts. <laughs> so, yeah, the, like that, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, the giant death race with the four Humvees is just out of our budget right now. Yeah, 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 you know, you know, maybe next time. Yeah. Although there's a sale on Humvees, I heard on the on the internet. Yes, you have to buy a bunch of police cars from Alpharetta right now too. Jason, oh, are they doing that? Yeah. Are, they, are they having a sale right now? Yeah, you might. Because we did that before, right? We bought one for Morningside. Yeah, from Lawrenceville when they did their sale, and then the transmission went, and we no longer have this, this car. <laughs> Does Jason need a new cop car? Uh, I don't think Jason's interested in buying a car ever again, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. They, they've had two two purchases this year and two problems, and they're not. Yeah, yeah they're they're good. Uh, but 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 I'll go wander around the Alpharetta Police Department. Yeah, I, I I saw it on. The worst case scenario, you could just rent it out to other production companies. Yeah, it's a whole. The problem with that is you got to start a business to do that. Like, like there's a whole like there's a whole some, set of legalities. Some, this is the problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got a business license for that sort of That's thing. Fair enough. Everybody fair goes enough. to him for everything. That's true. Right. He's kind of like the linchpin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody seems to know him. People I didn't even know knew him. Oh, yeah. He's been working, he's been working in this town for a very, very long time. Um, and, and he's an extraordinary actor. You know he was in Sully recently? Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. He's in something else, too. Um, the, he's in everything. One of the Liam Neeson ones, right? No, he's in Taken 3. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I mean, the editing in that movie is so questionable that, like, you can barely see his face. Like, every time he's like, first, they cut every two seconds. It's, it's, it's very music video. It's, it is very music video. Yeah. That's it's, okay. They're just has he wandered the onto the, one of the Marvel sets yet? <laughs> um. Probably. I think we've all been walk, wandered on whole Marvel sets. Yeah, around point. here. That's true. I don't think I don't think he's been in one. Um, we've had them filming up in this area uh, quite a bit. Sure. It's really funny. You come off of 400, you see that little cone with the sign on it, you know, pointing this way. And I'm like, are you fucking serious again? <laughs> the reality is, if you want that industry to live here, like it lived in LA, yeah. you know. Well, it's never, it's never in the way of anything. It's right. Like, it's good. there's occasionally going to be a, a roadblock or yeah, something. But, yeah. but the thing is, the benefits so outweigh that in terms of the amount of money that's pouring into the state right now. Like, yeah. it's sick, you know? Yeah. So. Uh, it's it's worth it. It's it's totally worth it. I just think it's I just think it's really kind of funny because I'll see like that sign and then like a week later it'll be over by where I work. I'm like, are they following me? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, if they're following me, put me in the damn movie. They're filming a documentary about you. Later. Yeah, they, just, yeah. they just didn't tell you. I think the funny thing about it is that even if the movie kind of does go out and block off a road somewhere. No one in Atlanta's gonna know. <laughs> that's yeah, true. That's true right now. Just another traffic jam. <laughs> Roads blocked again. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's so true. They actually were filming uh, right by my my place. They used a nightclub over there called Rio, and they they were filming. I don't know what movie, but they were in it, and they would only film at night. 
Mm, okay. Oh, it's pretty wild. Oh, that's fair. We were actually looking at some locations, this um, web series that Barry and I are involved with, because it's kind of like dystopian type sure. scenario. And a friend of mine lives down a little above Griffin. He, he's telling me, oh, you know, a couple months ago, Walking Dead was out here shooting in this little area. So the guy who owns this property is friendly to the film companies. If y'all want to try and come out here, I'm like, oh, great. Shoot some pictures and stuff. And uh-huh. I'll, send them, I'll send them to Albert and we can give it a look over. And he takes the pictures and Albert's like, yeah, that's great. That's, that's, that works perfectly for what we want. And so I feel like I know where this is going. The next day, he's posting on Facebook another shooting crew was out there again. Yeah. And he was posting like, "Oh, Walking Dead's back out here again." And so he goes strolling out there to go see if he can okay. see any Walking Dead cast members and whatnot. And they have a big van out there. And the door opens up. Security it's, rolls out on him. No, it's, oh, huh? the door opens up. Yeah. It's, it's not Carl. It's not. It's any, none of the main. Yeah. Game. Not Glenn. Yeah. It's Spider Man. Oh. oh. Spider Man walks out. Tom Holland. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> like, like, crap! Marvel post our set that we were going to post from Walking Dead. <laughs> it's a, uh, well, that's, yeah, Goat Farm. A lot of things shoot to Goat Farm. Yeah, a lot of but things they, shoot they, to Goat they, Farm. They, uh, they, they can dress that. Yes, but they haven't, <laughs> they haven't made it big yet. Yeah. We're still pushing. No, it's, I mean, that's, that is, that's interesting because that is one of the, when you have a lot of production in one area, intriguing and specific looking, unique looking places get. Mm-hmm. repeat traffic and they try and just dress them up a little differently. Yeah, there's a church in New York that keeps getting used for the church scenes in like every movie that has one. Right. They just shoot it from a different angle. Yeah, just come mm-hmm. or just change the color. What's that the... like that mansion they use for the X mansion? Yeah. yeah. It's been used in sure. tons and tons of productions. Mm-hmm. Or the firehouse from uh, Ghostbusters. Or uh, the most filmed piece of uh, landmark in the world is the observatory. Yep. In yeah, LA. Yep, absolutely. That's in, that's in, I mean, that's basically in every third big budget movie, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's It's still. Even a flyover. Yep. Oh, there it is. That big statue of Jesus. Brazil. Brazil, Brazil. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's just. Giant Jesus. Yeah. He's going to find Godzilla next month. Actually, Godzilla's coming back next. Oh, this month. Oh, really? I think it's the 15th. Oh, Limited the, the, the theater theatrical release. Oh, really? That's the funny. Toro release. Yeah. yeah. Man in Suits. No CGI here. That was it the best. It, but not the monster. Um, Not Godzilla. Tail shots and things. Oh, yeah. All right. There's some CGI enhancement. Okay. But it's but still, no, still a Man in Suits. Man in Suits. All right. Uh, good deal. Man in Suits. There's that one shot of the tail going over the city. That's sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it looks great. Well, yeah, I mean, the CGI is not, I mean, the concept of CGI is not bad. Like, it just has to be done well. You have to use it judiciously. Yeah, and what's happening What's happening right now in the last, let's say, three or, three or four years specifically in, in big budget filmmaking is that they spent all this time and money building up these building models, right? So the 3D models yeah. of buildings, they have, yeah. they have that down. And so every movie, all they do is break you know, destroy a bunch of buildings because they've got these fantastic mm-hmm. models yeah. that they've spent they a lot got of time. New York built, they've got... But if you want to go do something else, you've got to spend time to build up those things. So that's yeah. that's why that's why if you, if you see buildings exploding all the time in your movies, and you do because I, I I know because I watch them, they, that's why it's because the three D models have been built and it's yeah. a lot. It's cheaper for them to redo that and blow them up again and you know. Well, they put have all the models already built in yeah. the computer. Yep. It's going and hey, I need this block of New York and you know, knock it yeah. down. But of course, the whole thing with uh, Batman v Superman, you have to assure us that every one of these buildings are knocking down has been evacuated. Yeah. Did you did you watch the new one? Oh sure, yeah. 
Oh, did you notice that? Oh, I, 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 I don't think I caught that detail. I'm not terribly surprised. It was a, it was the biggest. Complaint. Then they said like three times. It was the biggest complaint they, from, from the first one. Because yeah, like you got Superman. Like, like if you look at which one, which one I forget, which is it just Superman one or two, where like literally all he's doing is running around saving people from trying to get people out of the buildings, and in this one he just ignored them. In the first in Man of Steel, he ignored them. So that was a, it was a pretty legitimate complaint. But it was also <laughs> a bit more realistic to. I know he used the word realistic, but <laughs> with the concept, right? But but if there is an alien super being, sure, who's going to get destroyed and die? Sure, world. absolutely, yeah, no, no doubt. He doesn't have time to clear those buildings before Zod knocks him into the next building. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. But but yeah, those movies have a lot of problems for other reasons. <laughs> but yeah, there was because in two at least two of the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. He uses that line, the people. It's, it's, it's right. That's but that's I mean that's part of Superman's. See, that's I mean that's if you want to get into some of the problems of the movies, that's part of Superman's character. Like that's part of who he is. Is he wants to save the people? Sometimes he can't always, but he wants to. And they don't really get into that too much with these newer movies. That would make him actually pretty dark. After well, a Man while. of Steel. I mean, that's his first outing, and he, that's kind of a heck of a first outing for a superhero. Mm. Oh, the world's being destroyed. Um, hmm. Yeah. I need to stop it. Um, yeah. Anybody done this before? Yeah. <laughs> this one. We'll see. I, I'm curious to see what they're going to do. Yeah, find some Marvel guys. They are. DC is having. Find the Marvel guys. They can do this. DC is having to course correct. Marvel went about it differently, right? And yeah. and they're not having to course correct as much because they started from a different place and, and grew out. Yeah, and, they started small. And DC went. like kind of started medium and went huge. And they're going huger and then kind of pulling. It's, they're, they're kind of doing a weird thing. And they have to, you know, and the, and the criticism is making them course correct every single time. Um, yeah, that's going to be an issue. It's, so, yeah, maybe they'll dial it in. We'll see. Well, you know, people were complaining the first time out was that it's very grim. It's not, there's no humor in the movie. Yeah. And a bunch of people died. <laughs> well, but yeah, but I mean. So they, they, they corrected that. Sorta. Of, I didn't really. The second one. Yeah, the, they the, still destroyed all the buildings. They, they, but they, they just had Anderson to. Cooper say, "Thankfully, those that section of the city had been evacuated." Yeah. So I was like, "Oh yeah, the buildings still came down, but there was nobody in them." Yeah. Are they, they did billions of dollars worth of damage, but hey, nowhere. Or this, it sure just said the island is uninhabited. Okay. Why are the buildings on? <laughs> so, oh. So now the next one, they're supposedly injecting humor into. Right. Oh, great. Well, with Flash and Aquaman. Well, what's really funny, or not funny, what's really interesting about Batman vs. Superman is there's, there's one or two joke lines, right? And then there's, of course, Jesse Eisenberg, who's supposed to be comic relief, but... But... But it's, the problem is he just feels... When you do that, when you have a movie, this tone is set the way it is, and then you put something like that in there, like, it feels out of Especially place. Especially when he's supposed to be the bad guy. Yeah, it felt really out of place. And, and I think that that's problem that they just you've got to have a different tone from the get-go you can't start in a dark tone and then like throw some humor in occasionally and then come back mm-hmm. and it's not i mean you can do it if it's black humor like you can do a certain type yeah. of humor but that's not what they're doing so it's it's a it's a problem um i hope they figure it out i like i think that most of the casting that they've done in those movies are fantastic yeah. that's um, what i, like, that's what I liked about the reaction to batman vs superman was that when they announced what was going to happen it was like ben affleck yeah, ben yeah. Affleck, really he, he took a lot really <laughs> And, and, he then, and then it. after it's been out, and people were talking about it, like, Ben Affleck was the best thing about that movie. He's the yeah, best. Yeah, he killed it. He and did. what I'm noticing is that a lot of people are saying, he's the best Bruce Wayne we've had yet. Yeah, he, he, he's... And I'm like, how was he as Batman? 
He's he's pretty good. He's great as Batman too. No, he's, yeah, he's, he's good. loved him as Bruce Wayne. He, he, well, he just—I mean—he yeah, he, just, he fits that role of the charming debonair. You know, like that's kind of to a certain degree his role in real life, mm-hmm. right? And so he fits that well in that regard. And then he just—you know—I mean, Batman—he just—he did the—I mean, you know, he did the gruff thing like everybody else does. But but well, Michael yeah. Keaton got the same thing when they announced him as Batman. Yeah, because he was a comedian. Like, I mean, he was, yeah, exactly. It was a very weird well, he choice. Done, he did a great job, but it was a very, done, you know, was, I love Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah, clean and sober by that point, though. Yeah, but I mean, one, that's still not what he's known for. No. You know no, what no. I mean? That's that's the, that's Mr. the thing. Mom. Is, yeah, I mean, he's known for Mr. Mom and Dream Team and yeah. um, all those things. Dream Team, by the way, fantastic games, kind of. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's got him and it's uh, Christopher Vulture. Lloyd and. I think I've seen it. Ah, it's great. So they, they, they're. they're, they're it's um, it, it's a very 80s. It's a very 80s kind of, but it's fantastic. I used to watch that movie all the time when I was younger. Oh, and I have Aquaman in the Justice League. And every now that people got a glimpse of him, it was like, I can't wait to see Aquaman in the Justice League. It'd be interesting to see. Oh, it. they were making such a big deal. He needs to be blonde. David I'm like, you guys are idiots. Just shut up and watch the movie. Yeah, I don't think. The internet's an awful place. Now that the footage has, has <laughs> come out from, well, from yeah, Justice League footage has come out, yeah. I don't think anybody's questioning Aquaman. No, no. It's just, Everybody's like, I want to see this version of Aquaman. Yeah, he's not Aquaman, but he's a character I can watch. Why do you think he's not? Aquaman? Well, he's not the Aquaman most people used to. I mean, comic book readers have got a different yeah that take on Aquaman, but the goofy who, little blonde people who guy grew up who, with super friends and whatnot, right, 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 who right. all he can do is telepathically tell fish to fart. I mean, it's this guy's a badass. It'd be interesting to see that. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what they do with Justice League. But yeah, Batman vs Superman was still a little pretty awful. <laughs> still a little odd with the choice to bring Cyborg into it. Why? It seems risky. Because he's not a well-known DC hero. Yeah, but I mean, the, the Guardians aren't the well-known. Yeah, hero. I mean, it's 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 just trying to play with what they you know play like do something interesting that's a little different along with the established stuff. You know, because it's an interesting choice because the, the guy playing him is, is a relatively unknown guy. Yeah. I mean, he's been on a few things. Kind of a bold choice to go with an unknown with a lesser-known <laughs> character. I feel like I feel like they couldn't afford anybody else. <laughs> I don't know. That might actually it's be the been... best decision they make to go with an unknown with a lesser-known character. Well, you go with an unknown because you're not playing stupid. Superman. Then you have the the allure of Superman to yeah. draw people in to, to be interested. Here's somebody you don't know playing a character you don't know. Yeah, but he's surrounded by characters you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's yeah. not that risky. Because he's, he's, he's surrounded by people you do know, and they'll just include him, probably. I'm still intrigued by the, the decision to keep the TV and the movie universes separate. Yeah. Because DC still has their property scattered over different networks. It's, not really, anymore. Well, well, that's not completely true. Fox has Gotham, you're right. Most of, them, most of them are down in NC, yeah, NCW. And NBC down. has one, too, the, um, the, the comedy one. Yeah, but that's not, I mean, that's not going to, I don't even know if they're going to use regular DC Heroes. Are they going to yeah. use, are they? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not, okay, cool. I'm looking forward to no, seeing that. That sounds fun, but, but, not, but yeah, but, but they you're, you're right, they are. But, 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 but they definitely have, the, the CW definitely has their, like, main yeah. unified TV universe. Um, and, and they've done such a good job with that that it's really, like, Ooh, the, movies, the movies have to... I mean, for, for the lower budget, and they're killing the movies on, on co- quality and um, content. So, although I think people will like the movie Flash too, I don't. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it'll, it'll, be, cool, it'll be its own he's, thing. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's got. A, I feel for that guy because he's got a high bar that is set for the Flash. Like mm-hmm. that bar is really, really high. 
the footage I've seen, he seems like he'll be a pretty likable character. Yeah. But he's going to be different. Sure. So. What else you got going on, Chris Etheridge? That's it, man. I, I, I That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> that's, that's enough. I got, I got a feature film in, in pre-production, and I got horror pack and all the ancillary things that go along with horror pack, and that's, that is uh, plenty of things to keep my uh, life busy. So you basically, when you're doing horror pack, you sit in a warehouse with, surrounded by boxes. I don't know. No, the way the way. No, wish. Um, Diego, Diego, when he's around, that's there's definitely we definitely have this big room in his warehouse that is just walls. So I've seen I've seen the pictures like, you post with the skeleton and yeah and yeah our around. intern that's our intern. He's dead. <laughs> that means uh, you don't have to pay him. That's true. Yeah, he's the cheapest intern ever. Um, <laughs> but uh, his yeah. productivity needs some improvement. But yeah, yeah you know. No, yeah, we do. We do have boxes and boxes of discs. Um, but I actually work. I work in my house. I do. Uh, we, we have separate sort of duties, and then we use uh, software, communication software, like very effectively. We use. We just use modern technology to run the business. I'm assuming you're referring to also keeping track of inventory and communicating all the various. Yeah, stats running the website. The yeah, all the, all the stuff that goes along with that. Not just like. Skyping. <laughs> no, no, we don't. We don't. We very rarely. Hey, we, we very. We talk on the phone not that often either. Like, like it's actually all text-based communication. Yeah, it's it's, it's business-oriented. It's, yeah, the phone's going out. The phone's living with Zork. Yeah, kind of. That's true. I do occasionally have to beat a new down. You know what I mean? Like, is it crew? What is it? Like, what is the creature in the dark? Oh, I can't remember. The new or something. It's anyway. been a long time a long since time. I've even Zork's, looked at this. Zork's been a long way. Yes, that's right. Well, we just, I just keep typing go left. I hope it happens. Oh, it works. Yeah. Open just, door. Oh, closer, closer. <laughs> yeah. No! Mary just keeps typing in the Konami code. Trying to get my invincible. I never actually played Zork. No? Uh, I played oh, Hitchhiker's Guide. I mean, that's, that's, that's just as good. Hitchhiker's was messed up. Did you ever beat it? Yeah. Yeah, cause you gotta you gotta you tea and no tea at the same time. What's it's a messed up game. Once you figure out what the things for. <laughs> yeah. Now what? All right, I got a weird one for you. But this is just for you, Mercer can if he wants to. But she had an answer what I got, so. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Hi, Larry. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Will you start speaking English again, now? <laughs> speak English. Yeah, speak English, please. Or at least Yiddish. What do you got for us today? I brought Diablo sauce. <laughs> Why did you bring Diablo sauce? Well, it's a new addition to the Taco Bell lineup of sauces. And since you like spicy things, I thought you'd put them to the test. Do I have to put them on something or just eat them straight? I don't care what you do with it. <laughs> no, they, have, they have mild, which is yes. my preference. Yes. They have hot, which we'll do in a pinch. Are you going to use they a have... tortilla or something? No, yeah. I'm just going to jam it in my ass. Oh, cool. Let me get the camera. <laughs> Larry's about to take the Taco Bell sauce challenge. Oh, I know. You can take eat one of those taquitos. Then I would have to heat it up. Oh. Oh, well. poor pitiful Larry. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Fine, you want I'll to... heat up taquitos. I have two taquitos. Well, you can make all four of them. You want 
<laughs> I mean, I don't see where the problem is. She's gonna put you to work, Larry. I mean, we really didn't eat much today, so, you know. And so, mild, hot, have fire sauce, which I've never partaken of, and now they've got Diablo. I don't know how long it's going for. Till they're done. So these always have some kind of saying on the front. Yes. This one is hashtag Team Diablo, which is all right, but I'm still Team Thor. And this one says next level, it's indicating that this is taking spicy to the next level. This one says can't even take it. Also indicating that it might be spicy. So I figured, well, let's find out. Let's let Larry do it. Because <laughs> Larry likes that sort of thing. Because he's a masochist. Are you going to show him that too? And a little bit of a sadist. That's what I asked. Oh my gosh. Doesn't really make a noise to no. speak of. I guess you go like this and it just makes a disgusting noise. That's always fun to share with the listeners. I'm just going to stick some meat in my mouth while I'm waiting for the tequila. Hey, Larry, what you got there? Uh, I have... Golden Island Fire Grilled Pork Jerky. Korean barbecue flavor? Korean barbecue flavor. Ooh. You want to share some with uh, Chris? No, he doesn't. You should share. Mm-hmm. Share with him. You're very brave trying to take food away from Larry. Gosh. You can tell us how it is. Oh my gosh. It's tasty. Yummy. What's it got in it? Pork. Perfect for Hanukkah. Share. Would you buy it again? Yes. <laughs> little mini product review there. <laughs> Very little. <laughs> so, Golden Island Korean barbecue. Well, where, where did you get it? Costco. Costco has it. From Costco. All natural, no added hormones, gluten free, duh. No nitrates. Contains milk. <laughs> No, there's no. Asian tradition with a twist. I checked the Diablo sauce, might have milk in it. Let's see, pork, sugar, water, Korean inspired seasoning. Korean inspired seasoning, not actual Korean seasoning. Each piece of our Korean barbecue pork jerky is carefully sliced, seasoned, and individually grilled for a unique tender texture. That's and more than taste. Oh, so. He's not gonna have any. Water, oh. tomato paste, distilled vinegar, oh. less than 2%. Well, at least these blew all the uh, fuck up, didn't they? Oh, modified tapioca starch. It's a thickener. Salt, mm-hmm. spices, sugar, sodium, acid, sulfate. Maltodextrin, dehydrated garlic, onion powder, natural flavors, what? potassium sorbate, and mm-hmm. freezer bird. Sodium benzoate, xanthan gum, disodium enzanate. All right. Disodium for those guanolate, extractive of paprika. Had to get my magnifier out to read that. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Is it my imagination? That's just really little tiny. But yeah, that's pretty small. Well, they got to get it all on here because they make more than a hundred thousand a year. Oh, it's thicker than their regular sauce. Here we go. A nice freezer burned taquito. Well, you were not reviewing the taquito. So try to ignore it. Oh my God! That's what I was hoping for. 
Somebody run around the room going, hot, 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 hot. There is a kick to it, but it's not that it's spicy good. to me. No. It's actually very flavorful. Mm-hmm. Makes this freezer burn taquito taste better. It's habanero. It's definitely habanero. This is less habanero specifically, but it is this hab- is a It is habanero. So how does it compare to like their regular hot sauce? It's hotter. You think so? It better it be. It, it is a little hotter, but it's not, to me, it's not that spicy. It's definitely got... You have a Spanish heritage. I know, that's why. Nobody knows what my heritage is. We don't know. Jew? No. That's the one you portray on this podcast. I understand that. What are you, Hispanic Jew? I don't know what, I don't know. Might be. Taiwanese Jew? Yes, because you can see by the look in my face, I'm very Taiwanese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it builds. It's got a nice burn, but it's not... It's not like ridiculously holy shit. I'm, I'm, well, I guess they really. I'm can. gonna poop fire for a week. No, their fire was originally. It was insanely hot, and really? uh, yeah, they were. Like, uh, they even made it a point to say our fire sauce is the hottest. Blah 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 blah. And I mean, not just like that, but yeah. I mean, I've been in Taco Bell in forever. Yeah, I like it. Next time I go and grab a burrito, I might. Put some Diablo sauce on it. Well, like I said, it's probably because being a chain establishment like that, you can't really risk having somebody come in there getting overwhelmed by spiciness and suing the company. You should tell us this is really hot. We called it Diablo. They didn't tell me anything. I don't speak German. I don't speak German. I like it. It's tasty. We have one left. You have one left. We. Yes, share it. You can share it before bed tonight. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can cut up in both ends and do it like leading the tramp. <laughs> sure. I might suck Marissa through the paper, though. <laughs> this tastes good. No, I'm covered in sauce. <laughs> <laughs> kind of burns. I'll have to lick it off. All right. So, yes, Chris, that was a very good one. That tasty, good. tasty. No, I'm glad you liked it. Thank you. I didn't even know they had another sauce. That's why I brought it, because it's new. Uh-huh. Are you going to share the Korean barbecue with it now? Nope. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, uh, uh, cue spicy music. Hi, Larry. Hey, Chris. Hey. Chris? Hey. Chris hey, Marissa. Hey, Marissa. Hello. Oh, it's deja vu all the <laughs> <laughs> No, it's totally different. It was a music break. Yeah, it's fantastic. None of our music sounds like that. <laughs> <laughs> I put a lot of work into that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds good. We'll keep that one. Oh my god. <laughs> There's a lot more work to it than that. I separate them out the tracks and I remix them and I put in different tracks and stuff. It's it's a process. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> I like that. So that stuff I do while you're sleeping. Yeah, yeah. When you should be. Sleep, yeah. sleeps over right. Yeah. Well, you're never gonna retire, so. We'll put it off a little longer then. That's right. <laughs> okay, so Hell on Wheels. This was the eighth year. It's a rockabilly kind of. Kevin Kinney was there this year uh, with the Chattahoochee Coochie Band. 
uh, Kevin Kitty driving crying for those of you who don't know him from the local band. We were the sponsors. We're doing a calendar shoot with these people, with a group called Garage 71 and Grease Magazine. I was there yesterday handing out stuff, coupons and the like for people to come in, come see the place. Pimping the brewery. Pimping the brewery. I was yeah, wearing, yeah. What place, Larry? Uh, Naughty Web. Trust me. We talked about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's an ad before up. every show. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. It's a good place. I've been there. Thank you. Yeah. It's enjoyable. Indeed. But uh, so um, I was there with Marissa and my social media person, Manya. And uh, why is that funny? And um, my social media person. That's what she is. Well, yeah, we all, we all have them. Like, you, can, you, have, you can't run a business without a social media person now. Not especially a brewery. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and we were there doing that. And then uh, so we saw a bunch of stuff. We did a bunch of shopping. I go bought a couple more pinup uh, pictures, originals, and these rings and a couple of cigars. And then I got yelled at by this person to my right. <laughs> And, uh... Who could that be? I wonder. You spent too much money. Uh, I didn't spend anything. You, you weren't near hours. me. You weren't near me. I need I need an adult. And, uh... I guess I'm just a big, dumb kid in a 43-year-old body, so... But, needless to say, we did that all day. Uh, it was really cool. And then 5.30-ish mm-hmm. rolls around and the, the girls come down. And then they did the big announcement, and we brought him up on stage, and it was me. It's a uh, contest to be in the to calendar. be in the calendar. Oh, okay. Oh, and for them, it's called the Rag Doll. Uh, the top three uh, become Rag Dolls. Okay. You know, Rag is in Rag. Uh, and, but then, um, you know, the thing you use to clean a window. Uh, or the grease off your hands out of your finish working on your car. There's that too. Uh, so the, no, the the no, the the top three people are also in the calendar as well, because that would be stupid, seriously. Top three people don't get to be in the calendar. The first, the, the number one winner uh, was a girl who looked like Betty Page. Imagine and, that. And if anybody knows me, they know I have this thing for Betty Page, and I'll, I always have, and so she, of course, was going to be in the calendar whether she was up there or not. She walked up on the calendar. Yeah, Larry hadn't, made the, hadn't said it, but... He was one of the guest judges. Uh, oh yeah, I was a uh, judge. I was a judge. Uh, it was me, uh, Miss Maybell from uh, Captain Captain Stabbing something. Captain Cap- Maybell. Captain, Captain Maybell. Yeah. But his name is his his stage name is Captain Stabbing Choke or something like that. It's he's a sword swallower. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, the side show. They'll be there now. Again. It makes sense. Yeah, they'll be it's, there on a she, Before uh, it was a little creepy. Yeah, but well, now she <laughs> deep throated a still creepy four foot long balloon. Yeah. Easily this big. And just she didn't blow. regurgitate it. And needless to say, the guy played it off and goes, Yes, I am a very happy man. Though the rest of the day, she's like, Pfft. Yeah, I asked her, I said, Are you? And they'll be at Naughty Soda. And they'll be at Naughty Soda on October 29th. Just in case somebody wants to stop by and see some source wall one. Yeah, and fire eating. And he's going to be doing it. do the fire eating? Yeah, he's doing it outside. We're doing a new act with him, too, that he haven't done yet. Oh, even better. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's see the premiere episode the, of a sideshow act. The human dynamo. It's going to be standing on a live wire and doing electrical stuff. It's going to be pretty neat. Nice. So, nice. I'm excited. Uh, better get or, batteries charged or, or for that crispy one. chari death, one or the other. Or crispy chari death. Hey, um, both, either way, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Bring, yeah. bring the high def <laughs> camera for this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> None of that faux pro stuff for this. Might even have Albert come out with a 4K. Yeah, so they'll be there. They did a couple of stage shows. They were really good. We missed the fire breathing with him, but I'm going to see it, so you know, I'm not worried. 
Uh, let's see what else. Outdoor uh, event. I got yeah. <laughs> uh, I got um, a bunch of cards. Made a bunch of connections. There's a guy there that makes furniture with the tailgates of trucks, like old trucks. Mm -hmm. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it was really nice. I'm like, that would work in the brewery. So uh, we saw a person from uh, Face Off there, which Marissa thought she would work with. And she goes running over to her and she's like, have I worked with you before? She's like, no, I was on Face Off. She's like, holy shit, sorry. <laughs> and she's like, no, I get that all the time. She's like, I'm just, you know, and we didn't know she was here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. She apparently lives and works here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so her and Roy Woolery. Isn't she the one that worked with Roy at the world? Yeah, yeah. Not for a little cool. bit. Not not all the time. He still does that. Well, he travels around a lot more now, but he still does the Netherworld stuff, which I think is really cool. It's like, you know, never forget your roots, which is why I always dye my hair. Uh, it was it was a spot. What's that? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, big one right back in my I can't see it. Uh, we were out there pipping uh, Naughty Soda. There's pictures galore. We got a little bit of video. Because we're doing the naughty calendar, so I actually have the list on my phone of the girls that we want in the calendar. I have to send it to the guy who started the thing, uh, Brian Brian Whitcomb. So he was a really great guy. Everybody there is really great. They've got a group there called the um, Bearded Heathens, and they put out a shirt that says, Fuck Cancer. And we're, I'm going to carry nice. them to carry those at the, at the brewery. Nice. I want to sell those there. We're also talking to the bikers against child abuse people who, if anybody was reading the news not that long ago, there was a child abuse case in the court system and they came in and filled the entire gallery. Just these big, burly, scary looking motherfuckers sitting in the gallery basically to intimidate the father who was abusing this child. And it worked. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of him lying on stand like apparently he was planning on doing uh, to get full custody of the child so that he beat it to death, he basically broke down and said everything and went to prison. So, But uh, these guys are really cool. They were there. So I'm going to try and do an event with them at some point in time. It was a lot of fun. And of course, I got to look at boobies. So that always makes it more fun. And uh, we picked uh, the Betty Page girl. And, uh, he goes from like like fighting cancer, fighting child abuse to <laughs> ogling women. Both ogling, sides, both sides of the coin. There. Yeah, yeah. In the middle, it was a lot of fun. We're gonna have a booth next year. But you just kind of wandering around with your shirts on. Yeah, this time we were just wandering around with our shirts on. But I was a judge, so if I had a booth, I would have had to been like, okay, Mercy, you stay here. I gotta go do this. <laughs> Mercy, you stay here. I gotta go look at women. <laughs> you, Mercy, you stay here. I gotta go oogle boobies. <laughs> This sounds like a setup to me. <laughs> so, hey, man, during the judging, there was, there was a lot of fun, too. It was me and two other women. So, we're hold, they're holding the paper down like this. I'm just like, yeah, boobies. Aren't you supposed to be, like, writing down little notes and things on your Which cards? is really funny. They never gave us the cards. She had it all prepared and ready to go. Never gave it to us. Oh, lovely. What's up? So, I mean, we just kind of... You mean the script person? We just kind of put our heads together and... Uh, talked about who we thought the top three were and I was like okay now I need to figure out who the other nine are you know Marissa and Manya and myself we walked away I was taking notes down I was looking at the girls taking their numbers down in my phone and then we walked away and I pulled the numbers out that I didn't want and uh, there was there was almost 30 girls so. <clears throat> and actually one girl looked like Rosie the River we had the, sh the sleeves rolled up did the pose nice. yeah. had the bandana on I was like that actually might work, but she would have to wear that outfit. And I, mean, I don't know what they're going to come to the shoot wearing, so... You, you can't arrange that? 
What's that? You can't ask them to. I, can pro- really I, like I probably that. could, but. Uh, so it's all going to be like soda jerks and naughty soda t shirts. There is going to be naughty soda t shirts, actually, and uh, cans of naughty soda. And cans. Oh, right. Oh, right. Not the exploding Right. So, yeah, so you guys started canning recently, right? We did. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So, how's your reach going? Because last time I talked to you, you just started getting into a couple stores. Yeah. Right, we, with the bottles. Yeah, we're still in Total Wine and... Oh, I don't think you were there yet. Oh, yeah, we're in Total, in Total Wine, Wine and... Um, All of them? Whole Foods. Yeah. All, also, I can go to the one in Dunwoody right now and grab some. You can go to the one in Dunwoody. You may or may not be able to grab some, depending on well, you know, what they have left. They're okay. much, they're, uh, the the sun tea that was in bottles mm-hmm. is almost ubiquitous now. It's it's everywhere. It, it's everywhere yeah, because they're just not selling it. You're fan of the sun tea. Huh? You fan of the sun tea? I am a fan of the sun tea. <laughs> it's our number one sun. I'm not the only person that doesn't care for that. No, one. no, Jason hates it. Sorry, yeah. he does. Sorry. It, it, it's a. Uh, what it's, does he like? I don't know. Yeah, okay. Don't it's, know. The, it's the editing Has thing. Has he been up there? It's the editing thing? Editing trolls apparently don't like No, he hasn't. I'm trying to get him an April <clears throat> Bell. Okay, I'll, 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 we need to come up there On together. the 15th, yeah. I've well, got a cosplay That's not going to happen, but October is a busy time for people in the horror industry. No. <laughs> it's, it's a little hard, nuts. Hard to believe. It's a little nuts. So I, I, we put our heads together, picked the nine. A few of them know who they are. I already told them. Spoilers. I can't say it on here. Those award shows where they only invite the winners. Yeah. <laughs> we invited the three winners. They know. Well, two, one of them does. The Betty Page girl does. So there's like 12 overall. Yeah, there's 12. <laughs> and, and then I, I... But the others were picked off stage. They were picked just privately by Marissa Mania and myself. The monkey Marissa and Mania. The M&M&M's. But it was great. It was a lot of fun. We're going to have a... I, I want to have a booth next year. Uh, I want to have... Uh, I want to have Naughty Girls. You split it with a horror pack? At the Hells on Wheels? I don't, I don't know if that's our I don't know audience. if that would really... F- yeah. My first like Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But it's, it's a little... It's not any, quite targeted, they though. Right? Yeah, they didn't have any movies it's, there. So. Yeah, but if you can get a discount. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's taking a little bit of the tab. You're we do. A so we, of- we do. We do booths. And you guys have seen us at Days of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, we do Days of the Dead Atlanta every year. We're going to start branching out. This year, we're sponsoring three or four festivals and conventions of Monsterama. Where you need to talk to Jim Adams. Right. Well, yeah, Jim will definitely be there. That's right up his alley. It's old, it's older horror. It's actually the, mm-hmm. the 60s, 70s type movies. Uh, Catherine Monroe is a guest. And um, I think they got Zach Galligan from Gremlins. Oh, this, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and last year they had Barbara Crampton from Reanimator, which we sent in the pack. Yeah, and, last and, and, and we watched. And we're actually planning on doing an episode about. Oh, nice. Yeah, Reanimator is awesome. It's awesome. Actually, um, they're showing From Beyond next week at the Plaza. They nice. are. I was doing some interesting nice. stuff these mm-hmm. days. Yes, I was a big fan of From Beyond. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like Reanimator without the plot, you know. It's, <laughs> it's just kind of like weird shit for weird shit's sake. Mm. And like about halfway through the movie, they're like, oh, we forgot. We haven't shown you Barbara Crampton naked yet. Here you go. <laughs> just a quick picture here. Here you go. All right, back to the weird stuff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so Hell on Wheels was fun? Hell on Wheels was great. What can we expect to see the calendar? Uh, I have to get that planned. I'm trying to get it. Hopefully for next year. It will be before next year. Oh, you think you've had it by I'm Which trying to have it before Thanksgiving, actually. Okay. The calendar runs March I'm, to March. I'm, yeah. Really, yeah, <laughs> I'm really pushing it, and they're they're kind of stressing because of what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm really sorry, but I'd like to have it out before the holidays. Are you talking about the printer, or are you talking about the companies you're working the with? Guy, the the oh. photographer and Brian. Right on. So, I got a camera. And on the 19th of November is when I really want it out. 
I'm trying 17th or 19th. I'm trying to have a classic car show and vintage bikes. Nice at the brewery. Yeah, too. that'd be cool. And you just had that back. Yeah, we had that back whole back area. Right, yeah. But I want to throw a few cars up front. Sure. And then have everything else and be like, hey, if you want to see more, it's in the back. Yeah, you should just like make it so no one can park. Oh, I'm going to definitely block off space <laughs> for it. The good thing about that whole front of the that building. Is parking. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was really funny. They parked last night. Uh, uh, no, Friday night. They parked, because we were pretty busy. They parked all the way up to the two trucks. And then they wouldn't go to the other side of the two trucks and finish off the parking lot. Because you can't see past the two trucks. Well, no, one is actually a pretty small truck, and you can't see past it. If they can't see me from the front door, get out of my car. I'm not so keen on parking there. I can't see them at the trucks. The trucks are six doors down. Because Clint and I both stepped outside and went, they're not pa- parking past the trucks. Yeah, so. should, I, should I tell those people at Alpine, can you move those trucks to the back of the building so my I guys can them. park it? Can you move just a few spaces down? Just move down a few spaces. <laughs> people won't park on the other I, side I know this, this company because it's one of the companies I work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can just go, hey guys, can you move your trucks? They or I can just go and knock on the door. Or you can just go ahead and keep music so I can... I, I could do that. Pause the recorders for a second. Yeah. I'm just going to edit it in so that you say it immediately. So no, true, on. that's true. Okay, cue music. Hey, there you have it. Another episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast. Hey, that Hell on Wheels thing sounded like a lot of fun, actually. Sounded like Marissa and, uh, as he calls himself, the monkey, had a little fun there. Uh, Chris Etheridge, as always, was very interesting. And the other stuff, well, who gives a crap? Uh, for Chris, Larry, and Harvey, I'm Tina saying, Go fuck a duck! Why in the hell did I write that down there? Uh, yeah. So, so was, was, that our, was that our segue? Yes. What are we talking about? What is hell on this? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's only been a matter of seconds. <laughs> Good day, RPG fantasy and art lovers. Do you love high fantasy and the amazing art that goes along with it? Well, we have your source for amazing t-shirts, sketchbooks, and bookmarks, all done by pop culture architect Talon Dunning. Take a look at his store at etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash the fantastic gallery. Talon has his great work there for great prices. If you like fighters, wizards, paladins, even Game Masters, he's got the shirt for you to show your love of all of your characters. Go ahead and take a look at his store, The Fantastic Gallery, and grab a piece of art today. The Fantastic Gallery at Etsy.com No, it's not. It was an actual animal. You got a chipmunk on your chair, huh? Yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs>